few years ago, God led me across the path of a wonderful couple, Chris and Jacqueline Jones. They ministered at Ship of Zion Church down in Southeast Raleigh. I mean, it's the tough streets of Raleigh. I went down, I walked the streets with him, and God just connected our hearts together. Eventually, I invited Chris and Jacqueline to take a trip with me to Uganda, to the Watoto Church. They were part, they were able to see what Hope has been doing in Uganda. We came back, I remember sitting in the airport in Philadelphia, and we, we began to talk about the idea of them becoming a ministry partner, and that became a reality. But then one day they approached us and said, could we become a campus? And now they are our campus, getting the job done in Southeast Raleigh. We have an incredible opportunity to hear from Chris this weekend. Would you give him a warm, hope, welcome? That was okay for me, but can we put our hands together for Jesus? Come on, somebody. Can, can, can we put our hands together for the Lord? Can, can we bless him in this house? Come on and stand on your feet and bless the Lord. Come on, keep your hands. Come on, put your hands together. And let's bless Jesus in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not about me, but it's about him. We come to, to serve him and to bless him. Amen. To glorify his holy name in this house. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we've come for him. Come on, tell him, we've come for him. Tell him, we've come for him. Come on, bless the Lord one more time. Come on, amen. You may be seated in his presence. You may be seated. Amen. We thank God for you, you and you in the household of faith. Just one more time, amen. Uh, this is a great opportunity that I've been given to come to you, amen, to share what the Lord has put on my heart for this house. Amen. And I am excited. Amen. I brought my little towel with me. Amen. Just in case I go bananas up here. Amen. But I'm excited. I thank God for Pastor Lee giving me the opportunity um, to come. And let's do this. I, I love to clap. Put your hands together for Pastor Mike Lee. Come on, somebody. Let's bless the Lord for him. And his lovely wife, Laura Lee. Amen. Come on. Come on. Because he would not be able to do what he's doing without her. Uh, behind every good man, there's a good woman. So, I want to introduce my wife, Pastor Jacqueline Jones. Come on, come on, somebody. Amen. 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 So I just thank God for being here on tonight. Amen. And, and I'm excited, and I believe that the Lord has a word for you on tonight. Amen. I believe God is going to speak mightily through me. Amen. And it's, we're going to have a good time. I, I thank God for partnering with Hope Community Church amen, where we are meeting people where they are and encouraging them to grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ, amen, before we came along and met with Hope, we were already doing that, you guys help us to, to focus and put that thing in, in place and be more strategic about what we're doing, and so we thank God for the partnership, um, I thank God for those of you that have come down to the Ship of Zion ministry and have ministered with us, amen, at our community days, at the Galley Grocery Store, um, at the Shipyard Weightlifting Facility, amen, all the things that we do, the many ministries that we do each and every day. And I want to say it now, we could not do it without you. We could not do it without your support, so can you put your hands together for yourselves? Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, see, see, before I leave from here tonight, y'all hands going to be tied. Come on, somebody. You're you going to say, Lord, we went to church tonight. Amen. So we're going to clap. Amen. We're going to have a good time in the Lord. But I, I just thank God for being here. And there is a word from the Lord on tonight. I had been um, seeking the Lord of what I should come with and what God wanted me to say here. And, and there's been, I have spent a little time with Pastor Lee 
and I've heard his heart and things that um, he was uh, wanting the church in a direction he wants the church to go into. Um, and I, I heard him, and I think there's one thing that we have to be reminded of if we're going to take the church in the direction that our leaders want us to go. And so tonight our message will be reminded of our faith. Reminded of our faith. Somebody say amen in here. Come on. Come on. We, we need to be reminded of where God brought us from. And I want to ask you on tonight, do you remember where God brought you from? Somebody say amen. Do you remember when, when you were lost and you were sinking deep in sin, you were far from the peaceful shore, you were deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more, and then the master of the sea heard your despairing cry, and from the waters he snatched you. Now safe am I. Do you remember the day that God saved you? Do you remember the day that God changed your life? Do you remember the day that you came running to the house of the Lord and said, God, I need you in my life? Do anybody remember in here? Do you, do you remember that day when you gave your life to the Lord? So I want you to be reminded of your faith. And I remember, amen, I used to sing songs, and maybe some of you remember the songs. The songs were like, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Amen. Do you remember that song? Any of y'all remember that song? Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Anyway, come on, somebody. Anyway, I remember we used to sing those songs, Jesus, I'll never forget. But somewhere along the line, as we get comfortable in our Christianity, as we get comfortable serving others, sometimes we'll forget what God has done for us. Sometimes we'll forget how God set us free. So I want you to be reminded of your faith. Somebody say amen in here. Y'all going to clap your hands a lot. You're going to say a lot of good amens. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. So things got so good that we forget how good God has been to us. Some of us didn't have, at times some of us didn't have money and we didn't know about our jobs, our careers. Just got out of college and no one wanted to hire us. Somebody say amen. You've been there. Got laid off your job and were scared to go home and tell your wife, we got to take that car back. Come on, somebody. Uh, wanted to, have to tell the wife, we, we can't live in this house anymore. Amen. Do you remember those praying times? We've all had some hard times in our life. Amen. And you have to be reminded of your faith. When those things were happening, you would call on God like never before. But now that things have gotten a little good, come on somebody, now that things are going well in your life, you don't call on God like you used to. You don't pray like you used to. Come on somebody. You're not reading your word like you used to because things have gotten good in your life. Paul said in the book of Philippians 4 and 12, he says, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. In other words, Paul was saying, I did not forget my faith. I did not forget my faith when things were bad, and I did not forget my faith when things are good. I come tonight to Hope Community Church to remind you of your faith. I don't care how good things get in your life. You need to remember God and where God has brought you from. 
Somebody say amen in here. Look at your neighbor and say, don't forget your faith. No, don't forget about your faith. Somebody say amen in here. So you need to remember, Paul had been through so much that he knew whether good or bad, he had to keep his faith in God. We have to make sure that we have the same spirit that Paul had. It is not when things get bad that we lose our faith. Come on, somebody. It's when things get good that we lose our faith and we stop operating in our faith. Somebody say amen in here. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, watch this, in all your ways submit. Somebody say submit. In all your ways submit to him and he will. Somebody say he will. Man, y'all preach this thing tonight. Come on, somebody. Said, and he will make your path straight. In other words, you should always be reminded of your faith. You should submit yourself to God. But I think that's where the problem comes in at. Things have gotten so good that we think we're in control. And when things were bad, we allowed God to have control. But now we believe that we got it. In other words, I'll come to church and praise you. But when I leave, I'm good. I worship you on Sunday, but when I get in the meeting on Monday, I got it. I'll serve others that are in need and give them advice about you. But when it comes to my business, God, I'm in control. I got this thing. You got to be reminded of your faith. And the moment things begin to go wrong, then you want to call out on God. Oh, somebody better say amen in here. We have to be reminded of our faith in our good times and in our bad times. Listen to me. Hebrews 11 and 1 says this. It said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Let me get that for you from the Amplified. The Amplified Bible, it reads as this. Now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for. And I like this right here divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact that which cannot be experienced by the physical sense so faith has a spiritual component to it somebody say a minute here faith has a spiritual component to it but when things get to going good in our life we want to do calculations we want to deal with our own intelligence and we don't want to go down into the spiritual realm somebody say a minute here where God is trying to draw us so that he can take us to higher heights and deeper depths in him somebody say a minute here come on put a good praise right there come on put a good praise right there amen so there is a spiritual component to faith, in other words, we are going to operate, if we're going to operate in the kingdom of God, we can only do it by our faith, trusting and depending on him. If we depend on him, we have a divine guarantee. And I don't know about any of y'all in here, but I love a guarantee. Come on, somebody. 
So I'm going to keep my faith in God when things are going good and when things are going bad. Amen. Because if I keep my faith in God when things are going good, I just hold on because I know God is about to turn it around. I know God is trying to do something in my life. So I just stay right there. And when I, when I can't stand anymore, I just continue to stand on the word of God. Anybody in here know how to stand when things are going bad in their life? Anybody in here know how to reach up and tie a new knot when it seemed like you're about to fall down? Somebody say amen in here. You got to hold on to your faith, church. And sometimes things can get so good for us that we forget about God. We're doing all the ritualistic things. We're on time for church. We're at every meeting. We show up with our laptops. Come on, somebody. Got the little apples. And we're ready to go, but we leave God on the outside. I come tonight to remind you of your faith. You can't do anything without God. Everything you got right now, God has given it to you. So you better give God the praise. Somebody say amen in here. We should be reminded of our faith in every aspect of our life. In our family decisions, our job decisions, and in how we operate in the house of God. Hebrews 11 and 6 says this. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So as things get good and you begin to let go of your faith and let your hair down and do you, it's not pleasing to God. In everything, somebody say everything. In everything that you do, you got to put God first. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you better be reminded of your faith. Tell them, tell them. Come on, don't be scared. I'm look at them. We in church, you ought to love your neighbor anyhow. Tell them you ought to be reminded of your faith. Amen. If we're going to be pleasing in the sight of God, we must live by faith. What does living by faith look like? Well, I learned early in my walk with God what living by faith looked like. When Jacqueline and I met my wife, we started the church. We were living in an old house. Listen to me. We had trouble paying our bills. We had issues with our car. We didn't have heat in the house for seven years, but we had some roaches, and we had our faith. Come on, somebody. I don't care nothing about them roaches when I got faith. Somebody say amen in here. I don't care nothing about the car if I got some faith. Somebody say amen in here. But we had, we had our children. They were young, and every time we turned around, our children needed something. Some of y'all can relate to that now. Some of y'all got some babies. You can relate every time you turn around when those babies are young, they need something. Well, God planted us at a church that was about 30-minute drive from where we live. The church was called New Life Community Church, and we loved our church. Listen to me. No matter what our needs were, we were faithful to God, and we were faithful to our church. Some would say, what do you mean, Pastor Chris, by you were faithful to your church? Even though we were going through hard times, even though the car was breaking down, even though we couldn't afford a can of raid and it was cold, we didn't have no heat in the house, we were still givers and we were still tithers. We believed that God would open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing that we wouldn't have room enough to receive. We believed in God for our future. We believed God for the future of our children. Somebody say amen in here. We held on to our faith through our hard times. 
Because we knew that we had a divine guarantee. It may not look like it right now. And people was looking at us like we was crazy. Like we done lost our mind. Always going out of that church. Always paying our tithes. And sometimes the lights was off. Come on somebody. Sometimes couldn't buy the food that we needed. But yet and still we depended on God. See when times go hard. You are dependent on God. But when things get good. Somebody say amen in here. In the middle of our struggles, God called us to plant a church. He wanted us to plant the church in our neighborhood. We didn't know where we were going to put it. We didn't have no money, but we had our faith. So we started a church in the back of that old house. Come on, somebody. Put old kerosene heater back there. We'd go get kerosene before the people showed up, and we'd heat the place up. By the time they got there, we'd take the kerosene heat out. Somebody say amen in here. They come to church, they say, it smell kind of funny here. We said, that's all right, there ain't nothing but the Holy Ghost. Sit on down. <laughs> Somebody say amen in here. Sit on down. We're we going to have some church in here. Ain't nothing but the Holy Ghost, y'all sit on down. Now, when the roaches came out, we just told them them was praisers. That's the, that's, that's the praise team. Don't worry about them. Come on, somebody. Amen. They didn't buy that when they went to killing the praise team. <laughs> somebody say amen in here. So in a few months of starting church there, we were blessed by God because we had faith to move to 924 South Blunt Street. Can I tell y'all my story right quick? I want, I want y'all to hear this story right quick. Amen. 924 South Blunt Street, we will move there. And I'm, I'm going to help you be reminded of your faith before I get finished, so stay with me. And the church was growing, and we started outreach to the community, feeding programs, gang intervention programs, housing programs. But we still didn't have no money, but we had our faith. Now we're doing a little bit better. We left the roaches back at the house. Now we got a new church, we got bullet holes in the wall, we got holes in the floor, we ain't got them roaches, but now we got rats. Come on, somebody. Somebody say amen in here. So now we got rats coming up, now we got a new praise team. Somebody say amen. Amen. And we just, we just held on to our faith. See, we were holding on to our faith because we saw God doing something. Sometime when you're going through, you just got to stay right there. If you're a child of God, God is going to work it out. Somebody say amen in here. God said he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So all you got to do is continue to seek God. And if you seek God facing your good times and in your bad times, everything will be all right. Because you need to store up treasures in heaven, not here on earth anyhow. Somebody say amen in here. But, but we saw we saw God and we saw God moving we saw him doing something and then we read the scripture in 2 Peter 3 and 9 when the Bible said the Lord is not slack concerning his promises when in the NIV it said this the Lord is not slow keeping his promises so we were trusting God anybody trusting the word of God let me, let me ask you slow down a minute here is anybody really trusting the word today uh, are, you, are you really trusting the word of God? And see, we learn how to stand on the word of God. See, my nana used to tell me, baby, just stand right there on the word of God. Even on her deathbed, she said, baby, you just stand right. Are you still serving Jesus? Just stand on the word of God and everything will be all right. Somebody say amen in here. So it seems as if things are looking a bit better and the Lord is moving on our behalf. Till I go to work one day and find out I was laid off my job. Job I had been on for 21 years. Amen. Now you talking about some faith beginning to, come on somebody, 21 years and that what was sustaining me and my household. Now I got a family, I got a church, I got church members, I got programs, I got rats, and I ain't got no income. But guess what? I still got my faith. Come on somebody. I still got my faith. 
Anybody ever been through some stuff and, and you just had to hold on to your faith? Anybody in here ever been through something? Put your hands in the air. If you've been through some stuff and you know God showed up on your behalf. Some of y'all that didn't put your hands up, you've been through something. It was God. You just ain't recognize it yet. You think it was your mom and daddy pulled you out. But I come to tell you right now that I come to remind you of your faith. It wasn't your mom and daddy. It was God. Look at your neighbor and tell him it was God. It was God. It was God. Come on, somebody. Only a few folk hands went up like they ain't never been through nothing. Oh, you done been through something in your life. You just ain't recognize it was God in your life. He said, I'd never leave you, nor forsake you. So every bit of your trouble, it was God that was there every time. Somebody say amen in here. So we were just holding on to our faith. We were holding on because we believed that, that God, he was moving on our behalf. Amen. And little did we know God was also teaching us faithfulness. At this point, we had nothing else but our faith. But God had set us up with these ministries that we had started. And we began to look around and we said, hey, we're, like, we're, we're local missionaries. So we were part of the Assemblies of God. So we signed up with the Assemblies of God and became nationally appointed United States missionaries. And through this appointment, we were able to raise budgets for our, for our house, for, for, for the church, and for our programs. Amen and to buy a can of Raid and Rat Traps. Come on, somebody. We were able to raise some money to handle some business. God will handle your business no matter how big or small. Somebody say amen in here. And God, he was taking care of it. Amen. Now it looks like once again things are about to turn around. The building we were in now begins to fall down. And as a church, corporately, we begin to pray for a new building. And because of our faithfulness, God is hearing us. If you stay faithful, listen to me, church, God will hear you. Some people say, how, do, how does God hear me? How does God hear me pray? Get faithful. You got to pray like I pray. I pray kind of hard. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, God, for moving. No, 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 no. Your faithfulness is what will move the hand of God. Somebody say amen here. I come to help somebody tonight. I hope I'm helping somebody. You're going you're gonna to remain faithful. If I ain't said this yet, let me go ahead and say it. I ain't scared of none of y'all. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and watch this. So when Mike Lee, I, I called and, and I asked Mike, I said, well, where you going to be sitting? I want to come and talk. He said, I heard he wasn't going to be here. Donnie Peters wasn't going to be here. And then I said, you done gave me the keys to the house. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. They told me to stay on the carpet right here, so I stay in this thing. Y'all better be glad they restricted me. Amen. <laughs> Somebody say amen in here. So listen to me. So now we're praying about a building. We're praying for the key and the deed. There was a building that was being built behind us. Some of y'all know the story. The building was going up. Another man was building the church. But I heard the Bible saying 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. It said, however. Somebody say, however. It said, however, as it is written. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those of them that love him. So let me tell you something. If you stay faithful and you love God, you don't know how your blessing coming. You don't know where it's coming from. All you got to do is remain faithful and somebody think they're building something for themselves and they're building it for you. Come on, somebody. Somebody say amen in here. We watched the church go up. We seen them back there celebrating. We seen them doing other things. They had no business. We didn't try to pray that that was our church, but God had it that that would be our church. Somebody say amen in here. Is anybody in here trusting God? Ooh. 
I'm trying to help you to be reminded of your faith. Listen to me. God had brought us out before and he was about to do it again. So God brought Hope Community Church and Ship of Zion together and we purchased that building. Somebody say amen in here. And we were holding on. And remember, Hebrews 11 and 1 said this. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. All you have to do is keep the faith. Now, let me give you three ways that you can be reminded of your faith. Y'all ready for these? Let me give you three ways scripturally that you can be reminded of your faith. The first one is this. Obey God even when you don't know where you're going. Obey God even when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where God is trying to take you. Say, God, I'm just ready to go wherever you're trying to take me, Lord. It looked like a desert out there, God, but because you said so, I'm going. I'm real comfortable right here, right now. But, God, you are calling me into something else, and, Lord, I'm about to move. Some of y'all God has been calling and has been speaking to, but you're still sitting still in your comfort zone because... Things have gotten so good for you, you don't want to move. But God is calling you to a higher height and a deeper depth. But to your eyes, it looks like a desert. And you say, God, I'm not going out there. But if you want the blessings of God on your life and your latter days to be better than your first, you better move when God calls you to move. Somebody say amen in here. Watch this. Watch this. Hebrews 11 and 8 says this. Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later, somebody say later. Some of y'all, y'all want that thing right now. You got it right now. You're trying to hold on to it and God trying to get you somewhere else. A place where he later received as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know. He did not know where he was going. But Abraham listened to God. In other words, when God is calling you to go, don't let your intellect and your calculations on where it should be or where you should go hinder what God is calling you to. Remember where he has already brought you from and know that he did it one time. He'll do it again. That God will keep you. He, he's not going to leave you. He's not going to take you out in the desert and let you die. When God called you to that thing, you need to go. Obey God even when you don't know where are you going? And I'm going to tell you at the ship of Zion, we've done that many a times. Didn't know where we were going. Didn't know how we was going to do it. Didn't have the money, but we had faith. Let me share something with you. So even in the house we were staying in, we had faith. We knew God was going to move on our behalf. We stayed there for seven years with no heat in the house. We keeping our faithfulness and praying about a heater and God said, y'all praying about a heat. I'm going to give you a whole new house. Come on, somebody. And so God moved us out of that. Y'all ain't y'all catch that later. Y'all will get that later. Amen. Amen. Because God called us to go, and he sent us down in a place, amen, to minister in an area nobody else wanted to minister in. And we went, and when God called us, he began to bless us. Why? Because of our obedience to God. Second thing is this. Second way that you can be reminded of your faith is this. Offer up to God what he asks of you. Offer up to God what he asks of you. Hebrew 11, 17, 19 says, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promise was about to sacrifice his one and only son. Listen to me now. Even though God had said to him, 
it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned. Somebody said reasoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead. And so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. Abraham had done just what God wanted him to do. He was reminded of his faith. He was reminded what God had done for him. He was reminded of his faith. He believed in God for his future and for the future of his son. God was the one who gave him the miracle in the first place. So everything that you had, God is the one that has given you everything that you own. I know you went to college. I know it's hard for you to clap. I know you worked hard, but without God, you... I know you're educated. I know mom and them left you with a little bit of money, but if it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be? I can tell when it's hard for y'all to clap. <laughs> Come on, somebody. But Abraham, he listened to God. He was going to sacrifice his son. And in his heart, God felt like he had obeyed. He already sacrificed him. And he stilled the hand of Abraham. He stilled his hand and said, there's a ram in the bush. If you have faithfulness in God, God always have a ram in the bush. He has something out there for you. Somebody say amen in here. So, the third thing is this. Refuse to be called the son of the world. Always be a child of God. Y'all hear me? And that one you need to really get. Refuse to be called the son of God, of the world. Always be called a child of God. Hebrews 11, 24, 25. By faith, somebody say by faith. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. In other words, don't give up your faith for the pleasures of this world. Even when things get hard, don't sell out your faith. When things get good and you can make a dirty business deal, don't sell out your faith, man. Stay, is anybody getting this? Is anybody getting this? I'm trying to remind you of your faith. As we move along as the house of God, as, as the body of Christ, as the big C church, amen, as Gary Vett talks about, we got to be reminded of our faith. We can be strategic. We can be, have money. We can have intellect. We can have all those things. But if we don't have faith, it's not worth a hill of beans to God. Only what we do for God will last. And we don't want to start things and build things and it be by our hands and then we end up like the people at the Tower of Babel. And God begins to separate us because we say, look at what we have done. I don't need an amen for that one. It's okay. It's okay. But listen to me. Don't give up your faith for the pleasures of this world. Always be reminded that I am a child of God. 
I stand for the Lord. Somebody say amen in here. Let me share with you what's going on at the ship as a campus of hope. And because we're always reminded of our faith. And listen to me, I'm not trying to say I'm any more faithful than anybody else in here. I'm just telling you and sharing with you where I am. I'm going to hold on to my faith. The question is, are you going to hold on to yours? And I'm not talking about when things get bad. I'm saying when things get good, money is flowing, everything look well. Are you going to shun God? You're going to, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do all the re religious things and, and not, not do the things that I'm supposed to do for God when I'm not at church. And, and I'm going to stand on the Lord when I'm not in front of Mike Lee. Am I going to stand on God? When, come on, somebody. Let me share with you where the ship is now. And we're no greater than anybody else. I'm just, I just need to help you be reminded of your faith. Is that all right? By faith, the Lord has blessed us with a bus that picks up, fam pick up families and bring them to church. And I know that's a little thing to you guys. You got several buses. But listen to me. We ain't had no money to buy no bus. Somebody gave us the bus. That's by faith. Come on, somebody. Huh? I ain't paying for no bus. I got faith. I ain't got to buy no bus. Hmm? By faith, the Lord has blessed us with a building to minister to young people. And while we're lifting weights, we call that the shipyard. By faith, God has given us these things. And people are steady calling me, Pastor Chris, I got weights. Pastor Chris, I got this, I got that. And I'm sitting there. See, I don't look at people when people begin to pour in things. I look at God because God said, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You won't have room enough to receive. So I don't care who it's coming through. That don't make me a hill of beans. I keep my eye on the prize, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Come on, somebody. <laughs> By faith, the Lord has blessed with a nonprofit store. That's blessed our community and, and hired people, amen. It has affordable food in. Somebody say, by faith. By faith, the Lord has blessed with a food ministry and a warehouse that feeds approximately 4,000 families a month in this city. Somebody say, by faith. By faith, the Lord has blessed us with a bread ministry, and we just received an award. Amen. I'm going to go toot our horn because it's a poor dog that don't bark on his own front porch. Amen. Come on, somebody. We just received an award from a bread ministry that feeds sandwiches. They do 3,000 sandwiches in our city, and we gave them 17,000 loaves of bread. So, 17,000 loaves of bread. Somebody say, by faith. By faith, the Lord has blessed with two big box trucks that take food and ministry to many parts of the city. Every day they're traveling, they're moving. That's only by faith. And we can't despise small beginnings. Come on, somebody. God is doing a great work in our city. We got those trucks and God is doing it so that every man, woman, and child will have the opportunity to hear, see, and respond to the gospel message of Jesus Christ. That's faith, man. So, I've come today that you would be reminded not of your neighbor's faith, not of mom and daddy in them faith. Some of y'all young folks still got mom and daddy faith, still staying in the house, get out of there. Time for you to walk in your own faith. Somebody say amen. I got some in my house. 
trying to teach them about faith. I'm like, if you just go out there, <laughs> if, if you just leave I'm like, and trust God, go to trust God. Give me some money. I ain't getting no money. Trust God, man. <laughs> Amen. But I come to remind you of your faith. Even when things get good, church, be reminded who made them good. The Bible said there is none good but God. So be reminded all the time. If you forget, you just start having a wonderful time. Life is going good. Pause a minute and remember who allowed you to get where you are and continue to hold on to your faith. Don't ever let go of God. When things get bad, stay with God. Just stay right there. If we're children of God, we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and to those who are called according to his purpose. If we believe that, if we're in a mess right now, God knows where you are and he's going to bring you out. Just trust God. Keep the faith. So, it has been by faith that you've gotten where you are now. And I want us as a church, we're one church. I want us as a church to always be reminded of our faith. In all that we do, in every decision, put God first. Put God first in everything you do. I wanted to leave a little time because I want to pray for you. Can I pray? I can pray for y'all, can I? Yeah. I don't like y'all don't want to pray in here. Come on, somebody. Somebody should got really excited every time I pray. And she said, woo. I'm a wild boy. I love y'all. And that's why I'm speaking this word of faith. Church, we're going to move forward, but we need to move forward in faith. Not in what we think we know. I know we got a lot of intelligent people. I know we do. God wants to use our skills and our talents. He wants to use that. But most of all, he wants to use our faith. And if we use our faith, God said, whatever you move in, I have a divine guarantee that that thing that you're moving in, if you move in it by faith, I got you. Let us bow our heads. Lord Father God, I thank you for tonight, dear God. And Lord God, I pray, dear God, that you would move on our behalf, as a church, as a body, as the big C church, dear God. Help us, dear God, that we're able to hold on to our faith, dear God. In the good times and the bad, just like our brother Paul did, he learned how to be content in every situation that he was in, Father. Help us, dear God, to do the same. Help us to have the spirit as Paul had, dear God. Help us to keep the faith, dear God, in all things, dear God. Help us to put you first, dear God. Help us to be a blessing one to another. We give your name all glory, all honor, and praise for this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. Redeem the Lord, say amen. Say amen. Come on, shout it to the rooftop. Somebody say amen. Come on, bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord.